From the Cairo Radio Newsroom in Seattle, I'm Dave Ross, and these are the Ross Files. The Washington State Legislature has resuscitated affirmative action by passing Initiative 1000 without it going to a vote of the people. And there is at least one group that doesn't like the way that happened, and they have proposed a referendum, which they are collecting signatures for, Referendum 88, which would be an up-and-down vote on Initiative 1000. Conchu is with the American Coalition for Equality, and it's also affiliated with Washington Asians for Equality. Yes. And that was one of the interesting things about this. While most minorities seem to be in favor of Initiative uh, 1000, Asians were not. Why not? We we view this uh, Initiative 1000 as uh, divisive. It, it is actually targeting as at Asian Americans. Why do you say it's targeted at Asian Americans? I thought it was designed to to prevent discrimination against minorities. And you you are a minority, right? Yeah, we are minority. However, we have experience in our neighborhood, the school district. When the school district, we attended the uh, Bellevue School District uh, so-called the racial equity mm-hmm. expert talks. They never view Asian Americans as a minority. They even view Asian Americans as a privileged. As privileged. Right. The minority in their terminology is uh, black, Hispanic, and Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I personally attended one of the so-called expert talk. We had this experiment, and then the expert divided us into... Uh, four or five groups, white, black, Hispanic, uh, American Indian, and that's it. There's no other group. And then they were experimenting this kind of a social economic uh, activity mm-hmm. to kind of, uh, you know, demonstrate why certain group has certain advantage over other groups. So obviously they have predetermined the result. Um but nonetheless, Asian Americans were not included in that kind of experiment. In fact, in the meeting, one of the parents raised the question. Um, they asked the, the expert, oh, where is the Asian American group? Uh, yeah. The expert even said Asian Americans are, is more like white. Really? Yeah. So Do you consider yourself white? No, I not at all. Well, plus... I mean, from what I know of the history of Washington State, Chinese people weren't always welcomed here. They were welcome for their labor. Right. But we yeah. even had Chinese exclusion laws at one point, didn't we? That's right. Yeah, that's exactly. So in this state, there's a dark history about Chinese Americans. Back in 1880s, uh, right after Chinese labor were used to finish the Transcontinental Railroad, back then Chinese immigrants was second largest ethnic group behind white in state of Washington. Yeah, they were saying Chinese labor was, uh, you know, working hard, <laughs> too hard, and and taking away other people's opportunities. And then here we go. They had the Chinese Exclusion Act, and then because of that government-sanctioned bigotry, the public was even more emboldened. There, there were a lot of lynching and public atrocity committed against Chinese immigrants. There were, like right here in Tacoma, and I believe it's in Issaquah, there, mm-hmm. there's a lot of incidents like that. But because of that, then shouldn't you be in favor 
of affirmative action since you come from a persecuted group. No, we I we we never I I don't believe in identity politics. I believe in working hard and then achieving merit. It shouldn't be based on your your race identity. It just does not make sense. Uh, now, are you going to apply? Are you applying this to other groups as well? That the answer to discrimination is just to work harder, and then people will yeah, hire you based like, on your. I mean, we be. I believe in individually equal. Any other individual can be achieving the same thing, just as as good as Asian American. You don't think that, for example, black people are treated differently than white people? Well, they. I mean, they should not be treated. Well, no, they should not be. I right. mean, yeah, we agree with that. But that's not the question. The question is, are they? Um, you know, at the individual level, there are incidences of discrimination. That tells you the truth. I mean, even myself and my kids, my seven-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now he's 21. That was back in 14 years ago. Uh, he was discriminated against when he was uh, first grade. Uh, yeah, the... The the other kid, white kids, was calling him uh, racial names. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? We we just reported to the school, reported the principal. And then there were consequences. And then the the parents were called into office. So, so in other words, it, you, you feel that the, the prejudice that was shown to your son was addressed by the school and taken care of. Yeah, I thought so. What's important with those kind of individual prejudice or discrimination, it's really important uh, for for our government, our school, to follow up. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's some cases um, when we were talking to uh, other people, they were complaining, um, well, I was like uh, mistreated somehow. And then when I asked, I mean, did you report? And did you? Uh, oh no, I did not report. I mean, I, they 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 never follow up. But if you don't report, obviously they they will not follow up. So have you have you talked with some of the groups that that feel they need Initiative One Thousand? Yes, yes. We, and, and what do they the, tell you? They will say, oh, the the whole systematic uh, racism was towards them. Uh, that's I mean, nobody is perfect. There are individual people. They have prejudice, I mean, around the society, okay? Mm-hmm. But at least at the law level, at the policy level, I could not find any discrimination. In fact, Initiative 200 prohibit the government from doing any of this preferential treatment. Mm-hmm. So it looks like to me it's, the, it's not the problem with the law. It's the problem with the execution of the law. Some of the schools, they were not following up with the law. So if the problem is execution of the law, why do you change the law? In fact, if you change the law, you're basically sanctioning the prejudice. You're sanctioning the preferential treatment. You're basically telling people that uh, certain class of people, they need to be treated differently. That's a very dangerous path. I think that the supporters of Initiative 1000 would say, no, we're just asking for minorities to be treated the same as white people, which are supposedly the standard for fair treatment. Right. That's already covered with current law. Initiative 200, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean— But if you find out that that statistically 
for example, black people are underrepresented in a university's population, in a university student body, or that black people are underrepresented when it comes to uh, hiring companies for uh, a big public project, even if there are no rules saying that uh, you should discriminate against black people, somehow it happens anyway. Yeah, it's true. Right now, um, you can say um, the statistics does not mirror the demographics. However, we need to question whether or not the government agencies, are they doing the right job? Are they actually following the law? Mm -hmm. So they actually need to do a better job of following the current law. So if they find something that uh, uh, the statistics was due to the execution of the law by individual officials, they need to need to hold those officials accountable. Mm -hmm. So that that's what I think that needs to be done instead of uh, changing the law. Part of affirmative action is this idea that because groups were discriminated against as a group in American history, that therefore as a group uh, there is an obligation to, if not, um, what? You, you're not picking people based on race, but you are going the extra mile to make sure they succeed in school, for example. Yeah, it, right. Is there something wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that, yeah. I mean, it's in fact, current law actually does not prohibiting you from picking minorities if they're of the same same merit, if like two equal mm -hmm. merit, two equal person have of the same merit. I, I don't think current law prohibits you from picking the minority. Well, picking. I think it did. That's what this changes, I believe. That no, the, the, the current law, initially 1,000 is allowing the government from picking the less capable person based mm. on race. That's not how Jesse Weinberry described it to me. Jesse Weinberry said there's no compromising qualifications. Okay. Right, but in the it's, but but if in the case of two people who are equally qualified, you are allowed if you want to to pick the minority. Right. The thing is, it looks like lots of people they don't read the law. I mean, for me, I you know, I read I1000 text, I200, the current law. I mean, yeah, I, I actually read it. And you feel it says essentially that you could add points to somebody's test score based on race? Yes. You, so you think 1,000 would allow, let's say, an admissions officer to add more points to somebody's admission score right. based on Not race? Right, not exactly or? adding points. I mean, they're, they have the, they have this uh, criteria. that, In fact, they narrowly redefine the preferential treatment. Yeah. So by narrowly means that they... Uh, they only define if you only use one of the categories as a sole factor. Like, for example, it's like two people, everything else is equal mm -hmm. except for the race. Right. And then you, if you use that race factor as a sole factor, the, the race factor can never, You're it's not going to be a, the, the sole factor. Equal. So you think that despite the language of Initiative 1000, in fact, race is going to be used to give a preference to people. Right. By narrowing down to the definition of preferential treatment, mm -hmm. you basically open open the door to the 99% of the preferential treatment that's currently prohibited by the mm -hmm. Initiative 200, the current law. So, But then how would this hurt you? Well, this would hurt me and 
the and I heard other Asian Americans currently in the education, maybe future in the public employment as well, because we all have the statistics. In UW, for example, there are twenty five percent Asian American student body,、mm-hmm. and then there are politicians out there. I mean, even Seattle Times editorial even mentioned that they feel like there are too many. You're overrepresented, right? Yeah, overrepresented. So that's kind kind of scary word towards us. Okay,、mm-hmm. so so whenever people talk about you are overrepresented, that means you need to be reduced. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, but so, white people have been overrepresented for a long time too, right? Right, but but if you have law, have have propaganda there, keep saying you're overrepresented, that that's kind of scary. I mean, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it is targeting Asian Americans.、Mm. So, so how should these groups then find the justice that they've been seeking all these years? If they can't, if race can't be considered, then how do you address racial discrimination? Well, the racial dis- discrimination. The first thing to do is get rid of the discrimination in the book of law. Well, there、right? is no discrimination in the book of law. Right, but by all not, the race by, laws have been repealed. That's right. That's exactly. I mean, the initiative two hundred. But nobody no, would argue that there's no more racial discrimination in America, right? That's right. Yeah, I I told you that that、yeah. we we experience discrimination daily. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's out there. I mean, I don't think that you can ever. Eliminate discrimination. So accept it then? No, not accept it. I mean, I remember like、uh, Dr. Kim even mentioned like he when he was fighting for the equality、uh, in the eyes of law, he was saying we were all created equal in the eyes of Lord because he's a pastor, right? Yeah. And then he was fighting for we need to be equal in the in the eyes of law. Right, right, and then he even went beyond saying, "Eventually, we'll be equal in the eyes of each other." So, I guess、uh, non-discrimination. So we are fighting for to eliminate the the third stage, where I mean, we there should not be. We will be equal in the eyes of each other. That's kind of a that's our responsibility.、Harder. Yeah, th- I see. So you're you're saying we've come to the point now where the laws have been changed, and if they're And whatever inequities remain, it's now up to each of us to get past that for ourselves. That's right. It it will take much longer time. Okay, so it's actually fifty、uh, years ago when the the civil rights law passed. That's I I would say it's kind of a achieved the level of in the eyes of law equal.、Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean, it would take long time. It, now it's like fifty years past, half century past.、Uh, I would venture to say that you know, half century later, after the pa- passage of Civil Rights Act, the racism is much, much improved. Well, the argument would be though, it looks like it's improved. It's just gone beneath the surface. <laughs> well, it depends on how you see. I mean, there. I mean. I would say, I mean, it's just take much longer for achieving、mm-hmm. equality in the eyes of each other. So you would say to these to these other racial groups, be patient. The laws have been changed. Be patient, and eventually people's hearts will change too. Yeah, I mean, not just to other groups, including myself. I mean, I'm teaching my kids. I mean, my kids. I told you, my oldest one、yeah. experienced the discrimination. So、uh, I have no doubt that、uh, we will continue. Be experienced discrimination, but 
we just need to be taught that uh, growing up be strong individually. If somebody is discriminating against me, if he has power over me, I report it. If he does not have power, it's like a my neighbor. I mean, I just walk away. I not never talk to him. Okay,、mm-hmm. or never have any interaction. I, you know, it's it's easy. However, if the government has a book of discrimination against you, that's much harder for any of us. To overcome, because the government has immense power over you. So what you want is for the government to step out of the way, right? And Initiative One Thousand is the government once again inserting itself in what should be your business. That's right. I mean, you know, we have, we we have lessons in the past. I mean, whenever the government, for example, Chinese Exclusion Act, that's when the government stepped in. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I I would say it's probably just public has discrimination, you know, but they adopted in that into law, and then guess what? Yeah, when you have since printed in the law, and the public become even more discriminating, so they they become yeah public lynching and then atrocities were committed. Same goes with the Jim Crow South, right? When when you have something written on the book. In the law against certain group of people, you you kind of reinforce the discrimination,、yeah. rather than lessen that. So, how many signatures do you need to get referendum eighty eight on the ballot? We need the one hundred twenty nine thousand signatures. It's basically four percent of the voters.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we will be shooting much higher because、right. uh, yeah. Even and do you have money、so. to collect them? Or are you going to do all volunteers? What are you going to do? Um, we uh right now we already started signing up people. There already, I mean, the first day already like hundreds of. And then yesterday, I I kept receiving phone calls from people calling asking how they can help.、Uh, and is is everybody、uh, Asian or、uh, no? Actually, from all walks of life. Really? Yes. Yeah. So you have you have some other minorities too who are who want to repeal. Yes. The legislature、yeah. did really. Yes. Oh、uh, yeah, we have volunteers from all. I mean, all kinds of people. Yeah, I would say uh, nowadays uh, people are more accepting the idea of、uh, everybody individually. We are equal regardless of race. Kang Chu is with the、uh, referendum ADA campaign and、uh, Washington Asians for Equality. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. Remember that when there's a longer version of the interviews on Seattle's Morning News, you can usually find it right here in the original form, unconstrained by the limitations of a live broadcast. And you can subscribe so that when someone says, "Did you hear what was on Seattle's Morning News?" you can say, "Not only that, I heard the part that wasn't on Seattle's Morning News." So my advice is to subscribe, and then when we talk to an author, a politician, an entrepreneur, an artist, a scientist, a teacher, a journalist, a celebrity, you'll hear every word. I'm Dave Ross. Thanks for tuning in.